And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. Hey guys, it's Godwin Kelly here. We don't have Ken Willis today, and my I'm trying to get a live feed going on my uh, Twitter, on my uh, Facebook page. It says it's going to start live shortly. Hey, we're live. We're live. We're live. Look at that. That is Zach Dean and our producer Chris Bridges. We are live today from the uh, podcast center at the News Journal on Sixth Street. How about that new opening, G? That's pretty sweet. You know what? Uh, Ken Willis is normally in that seat where Zach is, and uh, he missed it. He has not heard the new opening. Uh, I like it. Yeah, it's, it's a it's clean. Mike Joy Emerson's own. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. Uh, so it's clean it's a little shorter uh gets us right to where we need to be which is talking about my skin yeah i see that's number one (laughs) we haven't rehearsed but i looked down at the cheat sheet and it said godwin's dermatology is number one on the topic so so before coming to work today before we get started on the you know regularly scheduled programming Mm -hmm. (laughs) i just wanted to uh send out a warning to all those young people out there uh you know heading here for spring break okay um because i got zapped burned cut every which way at this appointment with the dermatologist and he said i said well i'm staying out of the sun now and he's like well this is from you know when you were 18 19 20 those years when you didn't protect yourself so this is a warning to all you youngins coming here for spring break to make sure to get that spf is that right yeah i was at the beach yesterday because my birthday yesterday i guess i'm one of those young and says 25 still count as a young and oh yeah yeah okay so i was at the beach yesterday i never go to the beach ever went to the beach yesterday and i did i i i used spf like 30 or something like that and i think it worked out pretty well yeah so anyway we're going to uh cover a wide range of topics um we're going to hear from mr clint boyer i love you know, I love listening to him talk, and he's happy now because his car's running NASCAR's well. NASCAR's better when Clint Boyer is competitive, I've always said Yeah, that. so we're going to uh, get a, a bunch of Boyer. We're going to look at Atlanta. Harvlanta, um, as Fox stupidly called it. This is Harvlanta. This is one thing I want your input on is where are we now with two races into the season? Don't answer that no, yet. Uh, I have a conspiracy theory. Cool. And there's much more after that. So uh, let's get right into it. All right. First segment. What do you know? What do we know? What do you know? Um, Atlanta, uh, Sunday. The race wasn't supposed to happen. No, it's, supposed, it's actually supposed to be happening right now, I think. <laughs> so, That's how much it was supposed to be postponed. So uh, anyway, uh, one of the things that clint boyer brought up during his uh, post-race interviews he finished third which yeah. he was real happy about but he talked about mother nature and it was so amusing listening to that i just threw it into the bin so so it's uh clint boyer talking about mother nature in atlanta 
runs. Turns out Mother Nature's a race fan. Uh, man, that's, when you went to bed last night, you're looking and thinking there's no way. Um, you wake up this morning, you see that big cell coming. You're like, oh, there's no way. Uh, that window opened, and, and man, what a good race. What a good racetrack uh, for me. And, and I, I don't think you'll find a driver that, that doesn't enjoy this place. doesn't really matter where you finish. It's a challenging racetrack. Um, you can over-attack it, and you can underdrive it. I mean, it's such a hard hard thing to find a good rhythm here and, and uh, you know once you do one run it feels really good and you think you got in that same rhythm in the next run and and you're probably two seconds slower you know over the course of the run so it's just a pretty unique place it's a lot of fun to race at clint boyer talking about mother nature yeah it's a uh, tugs at the heartstrings doesn't it clint boyer uh I personally prefer DW's theory of the vortex, which we were talking about earlier. That's got to exist, right? I mean... Hey, if DW says it exists, it exists, right? Yeah. Well, DW also, at one point during the race Sunday, was, I think, complimenting Ryan Blaney or trying to, but at one point he compared him to a dial tone. (laughs) Literally said he's like a dial tone. I'm thinking to myself, what does that mean? What does it mean if you're being compared to a dial tone? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, DW's getting up there. But, no, I mean, that was, uh, yeah, I, I've, I've seen a lot of races, and I generally at this point don't really trust what the weather says. Yeah. But yesterday really even surprised me. I thought at the uh, at best we were going to see, you know, be looking at a night race. And they got that sucker in probably only, only like an hour after it was originally supposed to start. And it just never came back the rain just stayed away it it was amazing it was just amazing to see that wall of water and it just came to a dead stop like 20 miles from the speedway and they they they, i I thought i was just praying that they uh you know it used to be the half first of all let's talk about this because i didn't know about this i saw you on twitter yesterday yeah i was confused Uh, old man confused uh in the old days it used to be halfway point right. race is official, but yeah. now they got to get that stage two finished. Yep. So the race halfway in the old days would have been 163. A little more yesterday, wasn't and it? And yesterday it was 170. Yep. So I was like uh, sort of confused, and then somebody helped me out on that. And so then I was had my fingers crossed because we do NASCAR this week, yep. Sunday nights after the race and i really didn't want to wake up at five in the morning or whatever <laughs> have to work on that page yeah. so uh so mother nature you know we owe you one there so but how about harvick's run on that nasty old track surface huh he's great there i mean he dominated the xfinity race i watched that on saturday he's just something about atlanta the way that he's able to keep uh two tires on the right on the yellow line even sometimes below it he gets so low not a lot of people can do that at atlanta it's just so slick and people slide but harvick for some reason it just suits his driving style and it always has yeah he's so. good there i mean he's He's so really good. It, it's a crazy, but you look at this. Did you look at the surface of the track? Oh my god! It, it's so it, it's, it's, it, it's it, horrific. It is. It's yeah. like it's like uh, for local for people that live in Daytona. We used to have uh, Orange Avenue, yeah. and it was like different. Well, you still have Orange. Well, you Avenue. still have Orange Avenue, but it was it was torn up here and there to fix this and that, and it was just a horror story. Yeah. It was patchwork and everything. Now it's all fixed. 
I think. And uh, that's well, that's the way Atlanta looked. Like you'd see like patches of stuff. Yeah. You'd see the the filler they had and the creases. The track's like three different colors. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's three different shades of gray. Fifty shades of gray. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and and it just eats your tires. I mean, they would show the fall off. It's unbelievable. I mean, the fall off from just a couple laps is <laughs> remarkable. Yeah. So I don't want to. I don't want to repave. I'm all. I'm. I'm all for that. Keep that sucker as old as possible because you don't. No. No track is like that. Besides, I mean, maybe kind of like. Uh, yeah, but what the the question is? If you got one guy that knows how to run yeah, the track, Harvick definitely doesn't want to repave. I know no, that. No. no, I mean maybe maybe NASCAR looks at that and say because Harvick did this last year. He led almost 300 laps last year and screwed up in the pits and lost. Yeah. But well, that's <laughs> the last five years he's led the most laps in the yeah. race. Maybe. Yeah, Har- I, yeah, there's 35 drivers yesterday who want to repave and one who doesn't. So we'll see who wins out. <laughs> Junior's not there anymore to tell him no. So I think that was a big driving force last year. So with Junior's voice out of it, maybe NASCAR says we're repaving this. Okay, so uh, now we're going to go to Boyer clip two because Clint Boyer is a teammate yep. of Kevin Harvick. And, he, you know, he, you think logically, well, they've got the same car, the same equipment and whatnot. Well, uh he talks about Harvick's ability at Atlanta Motor Speedway, that nasty old surface mm-hmm. track. They're way different. Nobody had any access to his. <laughs> That's what you'd really like to believe. Truth be told, he's damn good. He's damn good at this place, and he's he's damn good at, at running um, turns one and two. That bottom down there, he can keep that thing locked on um, better than anybody. I mean, you watched the Xfinity race yesterday. Um, you know what's coming. He's good at, at getting his car set up. He knows what he needs to, to be able to run that line. Um, and, I mean, you see it. Everybody can start running that, and, and by the time the long run happens, they got to move around or they get to bobbling and bouncing around and, and get inconsistent. And he's just able to keep the consistency down lap after lap down there and pulls away from the field. Okay, so we've got uh, two races in the books. Mr. Zach Dean joining me today instead of that rat, Ken Willis. Um, Daytona goes to uh, Chevrolet, uh, Austin Dillon, number three car. Uh, They go to Atlanta, Harvick wins, and the number three. Four, four. There's no number five, I don't think, anymore, right? No. Nope. Yeah. Died with Casey Kane, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Although Casey Kane's alive. So, so the next car in line would be Trevor Bain and the number six car. That's period. right. Who blowed up yesterday <laughs> in a way that you don't see a lot anymore. Wow. I, that sucker, you couldn't see half the track. That was that was an incredible that was engine explosion. You don't see that anymore. No. Not that, with these engines. Not out of a Roush Fenway car. That's too. like the old days. Yeah, blowed up. Yeah. I, you got to wonder if they put something in that engine, like if that was a test engine or something, yeah. they were trying new parts. Something. Yeah, something, something. Uh, so we've had Daytona. That's plate racing. We've had Atlanta. That track surface is crap. Season okay. starts this week. So, so where are we, Zach Dean? That's the question I wanted to ask you. Where are we, Zach Dean? Yeah, nobody knows. <laughs> I'm serious. Daytona doesn't count. Atlanta, until they repave it, isn't like any other mile and a half. Um, so I don't know. I think, I mean, here's, here's what I wanted to ask. If you are, are, are driving one of those nice Camaros, those brand-new Camaros, are you concerned after this weekend? Because, boy, Camaro was bad. Camaro yeah. was off the pace. Chase Elliott 
was terrible this weekend. The car was terrible. How he got, how he finished tenth is beyond me because he had about a twenty to twenty fifth place car all weekend. Yeah. Kyle Larson wasn't. He finished ninth. Ninth, tenth of the two highest Chevys. Is is, is Camaro in trouble, or is it just going to take a couple months like it did Toyota last year to figure it out? Well, we're going to actually talk more about that in the next segment. I see. I should have read the script. Yeah. So you don't to have to answer a- your question. Where we are? I'm <laughs> yeah. Where to, are we? I I, I I don't know. It's, I mean. It's still pretty fuzzy, isn't it? I think it's all very fuzzy. I don't think you can't really. I mean, Austin Dillon. Well, put it like this. Here's a play racing. The the two big stories coming out of Daytona: Austin Dillon and Bubba Wallace. Oh, Bubba Wallace was the big thing. What happened at Atlanta? Bubba Wallace got lapped on about lap twenty. Right? Yeah. So order was kind of restored from that point of view. I mean, you you didn't see the Matt Dowels and the Casey Canes and the Menards in the top ten like you did at Atlanta or right. at Daytona. Yeah. But I still don't think you know too much because I don't think Martin Truex. I, I still think he'll probably be the best mile and a half guy this year. I don't see why he wouldn't. And he never he didn't lead a lap yesterday. Oh, that's a perfect segue into the next segment. Thank you so You're much welcome. for that see? segue. Oh, it's smooth. Okay, here we go. Jack Dean, you'll get that in big-time auto racing. So uh, I have a conspiracy theory that I've been sharing on NASCAR this week. I have no information. I'm not a technical guy, believe it or not. It's all conjecture? I just learned what a B-post was. A (laughs) B-post? That's a B-post? Okay. So anyway. What's uh, the conspiracy? I'm excited to hear it. Well, okay, so... Uh, who who was the dominant car all last from race one to Homestead? Who had the dominant car every week? Stage winner MTJ. Yep. Yeah. Martin Truex Junior. Uh, so these last two outings, you know, again we're talking. It's you know, it's not. He's not a great player. It's not a great yeah. indicator. Although he did finish second two years ago in the 500, could have won it, yeah. lost it by inches. Um, so I'm wondering, based on the fact that his car went into the, uh, I think they call it the disco ball now, or the disco. The new system? Yeah. And didn't make it out either. Didn't make it out. And his his car chief, who I don't know the, the guy's name, but his car chief was expelled. Yeah. That's part of the penalty process. Take them out. You you can take out a crew member, and it's usually the car chief. They yep. don't want to mess with the crew chief. So, you know, it's symbolic, I guess, nothing else. You know what they should do, though? A quick tangent. I think for that, instead of kicking out the car chief or, or suspending the crew chief or whatever, I think – you take off one of the pick guys now. Now you only have five pick guys. That's your penalty. Now you got to go out there with four pick guys. Oh, How great would that be? It'd be a 25-second stop. Oh, I know. It'd be horrible. So, uh, so anyway, <laughs> what I'm wondering is, over the years, you know, I've been doing this a while. Sure. Have okay. You? Yeah, a few years. Over the years, every once in a while, you get a team or a car or a driver that just outperforms. Mm-hmm. It just He's what for whatever reason. All right, I'm thinking since uh, Furniture Row Racing is based in Denver, Colorado, and gets technical support from Joe Gibbs Racing and Toyota, that in 2016 they found something. In 2017 they refined that something, and in 2018 NASCAR figured it out and has taken that took something away. away. Yes, and. The reason that I'm thinking that is um, 
because they the car went into this optic scanner thing and it failed three times three times yeah and this thing is supposed to be there's no black and white like this thing is supposed to be if it's going off you're wrong there's yeah. there, not subjective right yeah yeah so uh i think whatever little doodad they had in the car yeah. or whatever is you know that's been taken away but again we don't know you, you can't you can't tell until we when we get to vegas are we going to Vegas? Oh, no, God, we're not. That'd be great. Wouldn't that be fun? Going to Vegas. It's a little chilly in Vegas right now. Look I at the weather. It's in I, the high fifties. I don't care. I, I want to just go to Vegas. I've never been there. That's you've never been to Vegas. That's my, oh my on my pro- That's on my priority list for domestic travel. That's number one on my list. Great number one. Yeah. Vegas is fun. Um Ireland is number one now on my foreign soil list. Okay. And um, I've got this dream of going to see the Jaguars play the uh, Eagles in Wembley Stadium in October. Yeah. I don't know how it'll happen, but I'm dreaming. They say, like, if you want it bad enough, it'll happen. You so know? you just got to keep thinking about it every every day yeah, until yeah. something happens. Okay. So, with, anyway. With Vegas, I think at this time next week, we're talking about Camaro's being way behind uh-huh. and Truex not being 2017 Truex. Right. Then I think it's going to be a legit thought. Oh, I mean, if Jimmy Johnson is, you know, P P 20 again next week, uh, you know, okay. But I, I still think it's just, it, it, it's tough right now to go off the first two races. All right. So we'll leave it there. We'll go to Vegas. Man, I wish we were going to Vegas. God. <laughs> Imagine the fun we'd have in Vegas. If I were guys like Chase Elliott or Ryan Blaney or Bubba or these single ready to mingle youngins, yeah, I'd be I'd be at Vegas right now. They probably are. Don't wait till Friday <laughs> when you practice. Get there right now. They probably are there. Cause you can't party Friday and Saturday, but no. you can party Tuesday and Wednesday. Oh yeah, yeah, baby. All right, so um, we have some unfinished business from Daytona. Okay. A little dust up between uh, Bubba Wallace and Denny Hamlin. Your phone's ringing. Yeah. Who is it? It's nobody that we can talk to right now. (laughs) (laughs) So um, they had their little confrontation. You know, they finished second and third, and they bent sheet metal and all that stuff got so. a little tore up at the line so uh i had a feeling that this one was going to be extended like hard feelings and um it has become really um it, it's gotten bad i let's see I, what in in nascar this week um i've got in here that this spat is going to grow ooze and fester <laughs> between denny and blaney or yeah. uh, bubba i mean yeah bubba and denny the problem is because and, and and here's the difference when when denny got into it with chase last year it's not really i mean chase chase is angry and still is and i think he's kind of the guy who will hold a grudge but i don't think chase is out as outspoken or as Bubba is, I mean, because Bubba has surprised me. He's come in and he's not afraid to tell you exactly what he's thinking. And so, so, so I think that's why I think the Bubba Denny thing is probably going to be a little bigger than the than the Denny Chase thing from last year. Because 
I think Bubba called him a jackass at one point in like a podcast over the week. I mean, he said, I mean, Bubba's not backing down. Well, we we don't have that quote, but we do have audio from Bubba um, when the media scrummed him. Yeah. On Friday, he was part of the media scrum. Stunning. Yeah. So uh, we, he talks about what happened, how Denny's kind of retaliated against him since Daytona. Have you gotten an official notice that you've been removed from Hamlin's uh, basketball <laughs> or golf league? Both. I've been removed from both. Yeah. So, uh, although I didn't get the direct text, it, it went through like five or six people. So that's classy, I guess. <laughs> so you, so you really have been told that you're not welcome there. Anymore? I no, I have not. I have been told the golf league was out. I removed myself from the basketball league just after the conversation we had that day. I was like, whatever. I guess I'm not coming back. That's okay. <laughs> He's not so, afraid to tell you what he thinks. That was an evil little laugh at the end. Did you notice that? Yeah, but but again, and, and this is what's going to happen is Bubba is is going to keep talking about all this. But here's the here here's the reality, and, and you saw it yesterday. Denny's going to be running the top five every week. Uh-huh. Bubba's going to be getting lapped a lot of weeks, and right. that's just and that's just how it's going to be for a while. So I. I I'm not sure it's much of a rival because at least with Chase last year, Chase and Denny were running P2, P3 every week. I don't think there's going to be a lot of P2, P3 between Bubba and him. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just don't think Bubba's going to be as competitive for a while. And I think what you saw at Daytona is fool's gold because Daytona's fool's gold for a lot of teams. All right. So um, we are going to vacate. You'll get that in big time auto racing okay. and head to our last segment, Green White Checkers. Okay. All right. This is it. I'm with Zach Dean. What's your handle on Twitter? Zach Dean DBNJ. Yeah, see it. Blue check verified. He is verified. To the folks. disdain of Godwin. I have been desperately ever since he got verified. I've been desperately trying to verify my account, and it's closed right now because somebody took advantage of it. And uh, you can't get in there to verify your account. And I'm just I go every day. I have it on my phone. I have the verification page on my phone. You, you made it like a little app? You just click, click yeah. it and bring it up? Wow. Yeah, and I keep waiting for and them to open, open it back up. So, uh, I'm... You get verified pretty easily. Maybe not with these new stricter rules they're going to come back with, but I would think so. I mean, you covered 40 Daytona 500s and wrote a book. Well... What else do you need? I know. I haven't done any of that. And you're I've covered, verified. I've covered two Daytona 500s. I don't even read books. How did you get verified? No. Secrets. Because I have viral videos. It's a trap door. The there. kid dancing in Spruce <laughs> Creek. Tebow hitting a home run. That's it. We got what's. Uh, what, I wonder what's going to happen this year. What My kinda, next viral video? Yeah, I wonder. You just can't predict it, can you? No, you just got to get lucky. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Green White Checkers with Zach Dean. At DBNJ, and this is Godwin Kelly at Godwin Kelly, and uh, the Rat Man Ken Willis at Hey Willie NJ, who's not here today. Uh, so Green White Checkers, um, you know, you mentioned his name earlier. Okay, Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson at Daytona wrecked three cars. Totally wrecked three cars. Yeah. Okay. All right, so that's Daytona, you know, blah, 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 Daytona restrictor plate, blah, blah, you know. 
You go to Atlanta, you think, you know, he's going to do pretty good. He's going to get a top ten. Most active wins at Atlanta. Most active wins. He might get a top five. Yeah. He might get a top ten. He, he might would have taken a top 15. Yeah. So he gets in there, and he stinks it up pretty good. I mean, he finished 22nd. And he was four laps behind at the finish. He was getting lapped in the first stage. Yeah. Hendrick so, was terrible. So my question to you is, what's up with that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, Godwin. I'm telling you, I think it's got uh, it, it's got to do with Jimmy's driving style, which is always like to drive a loose race car. Now he's got a new man. You know, he's got a new make of a car, the Camaro, for the first time in years. So I think it's going to take him longer to adjust. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, you know. Even guys like. William Byron came up and at least they ran Camaros down in Xfinity. They they didn't run those when Johnson was in Xfinity twenty years ago. So right. I think I think it's going to be a while before Jimmy, again as Jimmy Johnson. He could very easily go to you know Fontana in two weeks or Vegas this week and win. But I think it's going to take a while for Jimmy's driving style to to figure out this new Camaro. So uh, don't. Don't give up yet. He's Can you give up on Jimmy Johnson? No. no. Any every time that you give up on Jimmy Johnson, he He win. He wins. Yeah. So. And I do think I I mean, he uh, it's not just him though. I mean, it's not like it's, it's not like the other Camaros are doing great. It's uh, Hendrick as a whole. Chase was the highest finishing and he finished 10th with a probably a 20th place car. Byron and Bowman were terrible. Jimmy was terrible. I mean, look at look at how Chevrolet did in their first their first big test at a regular track somewhat. Yeah. And, and, it wasn't just Jimmy Johnson. Well, I'm going to tell you what. Uh, it all comes down. I think. I think a lot of the stories that we've talked about today are going to become much clearer after Las Vegas resolve themselves starting the West Coast swing yeah. next week. And there's something else that I thought of about Las Vegas. It used to be one and done at Las Vegas. Yeah. You know, they'd run the third or fourth race of the year. You wouldn't see it. You wouldn't see it again until next year. Mm-hmm. This year, there's the early race, the spring race, and then they come back in September, and it's the very first playoff race. That's cool. I'm, I'm well. Las Vegas is a good track, and they, yeah. all, as far as NASCAR goes, I'd want to promote Vegas more because they get good attendance in Vegas. It's it's good racing. Uh, it's fun. I, I think it's it's and look, it replaced the second New Hampshire race. God, do we need a second New Hampshire race? Can I can can you think of a more boring track than New Hampshire? No. Indianapolis maybe, but at least that has the prestige. New Hampshire's yeah. brutal. So yeah, I'd give me give me three Vegas races, Godwin. We'll, well cover them all. I think that was the um, there's a bit of karma there because New Hampshire took one of uh, North Wilkesboro's yeah. dates way back when. You know, uh, and they, so then they had two, and now they lost that, let's say, North Wilkesboro date to another track. Yeah. So that's what goes around, comes around medicine, kind of yeah. thing. But the point about Las Vegas is it's now that they have two races, and the first race is the very first race in the playoffs, do you think that the, uh, the upper-level teams – you think maybe one of them is going to have like a test kind of car almost this weekend this weekend and as a kind of a prep for the playoffs are they going to try different things well i think there'll be two drivers who do i mean there's two drivers who are definitely going to be testing this week and austin Dillon and kevin harvick right they're in the playoffs and this is a huge race for them so i think this weekend this weekend is a huge opportunity for them that's a good point yeah 
because um, they could play around. They don't care about the finish. They're, Doesn't matter. You know, they're in the playoff. Um, they could play around with their stuff. Sure. Find something that's bulletproof. Yeah. Uh, something that's faster. You know, who knows? But I'm guaranteeing you that the people that uh, know the sport and know how to approach it, that they're looking at Las Vegas, this first race, is a test yeah. for the playoff race. Especially if you said it, if you're one of those upper level teams who you know you're going to be in the playoffs. I mean, if you're a Kyle Busch or, or a Chase Elliott or, you know, these, these higher guys, you you know you're going to be there. You're not going to have to be fighting for a playoff spot. So, yeah, I think you can look at this as a little bit of a let's see what we have and let's see what we can do better, you know, six months. Well, and then you also have uh, the affiliated teams. Yeah. Like, uh, Roger Penske could ask the Wood Brothers to, hey, run yeah. some different stuff mm-hmm. in the 21 car. You know, it's early in the season, blah, blah, blah. Um, Richard Childress Racing has several affiliated cars, right. including the JT. They could have, well, they could have Ty Dillon run something if they want. What's yeah. Ty, say no, Grandpa? Like. Yeah, yeah. So um, just – be mindful of that when they have the race Sunday. I don't think there's going to be any kind of rain issue at Las Vegas, right? Never. Does it ever rain in Las Vegas? Don't. <laughs> NASCAR's on a good streak right now. It can't break it. I think the last rain out was Bristol last April. So they're yeah. on a good little. They made it through Pocono somehow twice last year, which they never do. Yeah. So anyway, that's all I got. We that's went it. through the. We went through every subject line. We're almost at exactly 30 minutes, too. Yeah. And that's without editing. Yeah. That's we'll get this sucker down to about 10 minutes. It'll be a brief by the time he's done with it. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, Wait, who do you have? you got to pick a winner. Pick a winner? Yeah. I Well, I'm. I know you already picked it, so who'd you pick a next? I picked Truex. And if I fall flat on my face because he's outrun, yeah. uh, I'll know my conspiracy theory is right. right. Yeah. So. Truex, okay. Who you got? I hadn't thought about it, but now off the top of my head, I'll go. Uh, I'll go Keselowski. Yeah, Fords have been. Fords looking, have been really good this year. They've been really good. They didn't show at Daytona because of circumstances. Yeah. But uh, boy, did they show at Atlanta. Yeah, Logano seems like he's back off a bad year already. He's been in the mix twice already. I mean, yeah. he he's he, leading the points. He, and he was. I mean, you remember last year? He was terrible. I mean, he was bad. So he's he was worse than bad. Yeah. I, I don't even know. I don't have a word for it. Yeah. Vile. So. <laughs> All right. So that's it. Zach Dean, Godwin Kelly, wherever you are, Ken Willis. God bless, and yep. we'll see you next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motor Mouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal.